This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! There we go. Yo, what up? I thought I answered it, and then it turns out I didn't yet, so I answered the phone. Man, that story was riveting. I know, I know. I know, we, we haven't talked in... What, a week or two? It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a while. Where you been at, motherfucker? Goddamn. I'm busy. Fuck. What are you talking about? Like, I got school to finish. I'm in my last week of this semester. Look, I don't care about all that. Fuck school. School's for oh, nerds. Shit. Fuck. And now that I've said that, I just remembered while we're talking, I have to send this to somebody to... All right, let's see. Gmail. Speaking of which, we got emails from Dak. Cool. Our constant listener. Yeah. Who apparently was pitched out of a plane today. Hopefully, hopefully he made it. Well, I saw post- something like that. Did he explain... The situation? I think he's experiencing experiencing what we would call a bachelor party, what the British call a stag do, and what I have no idea the Australians would call it. I could be wrong, though. But I feel like I'm not wrong. I mean, you usually are, so... Uh, thank you uh, for listening to the Poet and Billy podcast. Good night. Oh, come on. You know I'm not serious. No, I don't, Billy. I don't feel like I know you anymore. You don't watch stuff. You don't record episodes with me. You don't play video games. Who are you? Oh, my God. I'm a guy who has (coughs) things to do. Like, I wish I could do all those things more often. Believe me. I miss miss 16-year-old Billy who didn't go to school and didn't have a love life. I don't. Well, that's fair. I love my wife. (laughs) I love your wife, too. I can't lie. There's a lot of... uh, There's a lot of things that are better now than than before. Oh, Oh. man. But I I made sure to take some notes. I wrote some stuff down uh, for when we were going to do the last episode. Which, by the way, was not my fault. That was actually... You were the one who was tired and didn't... You were exhausted. You didn't want to do an episode last week. So, I just want to get that out there so everyone knows it's not always my fault. Oh, you and think that? By, you th- by everyone, I mean like the two people that li- who are like Dak and your cousin. No, I think that's it. <laughs> you th- you think that's going in the episode? It better. I'll just cut your <laughs> shit out. I'll just have it so you say. And last week's episode was my fault. <laughs> Shout it in. I'm sorry. It's very obviously a uh, an edit. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I'm pulling, I'm pulling ret class ret cast clips. Oh man! So let me know when you're finally ready to fucking record and stop sending. I mean, I'm, I know, I'm ready. I'm, I actually all I have to do for this email, I have to send this uh, my project to my partner, and by partner I mean person that was randomly assigned and hasn't contacted me until tonight. Uh, are you able to send me your items so I can review them for you? I'll have them on to you later tonight once I get off work. 
That shit, dude. This Chromebook. I gotta get used to using a Chromebook. It's so weird. Yeah. Thanks. Send. Boom. Take that. Professional editing class. You're taking a professional editing class, and I'm the one who has to edit our episodes. What the fuck? You. It's not editing like editing a show. It's editing like. English editing, like paper editing. Boo. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it either. But whatever, I gotta take it. It is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't. I think there was one more thing I was supposed to do on here, but that's that's important. Boring. Anyway, so... Uh, we should really sit just so people aren't listening to me send emails. Like, suddenly this podcast is, like, the most boring, like, office thing. You should look where you find your stapler right now, then. I don't have a stapler here. Uh, I do. I I don't, you know, I don't have a stapler in my office, either. It's in the jello mold, you idiot. God, you ruined the best pranks. I don't have my I don't have a stapler like in my in my cubicle, which is so strange. I really feel like I should. What get what it. do you need a staple? What are you stapling? Not shit. You ain't stapling shit. I mean, I do staple stuff because I have to print out things and stuff. Paperclip them motherfuckers. Those shits are reusable. Save the planet one stable at a time, motherfucker. Uh, 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 Alright, subject line. Boring. Let me think. I could be playing Red Dead Redemption online right now, but instead of listening to you send fucking emails. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Thanksgiving happened. It did. Yeah, what did you do for Thanksgiving? I went up to my cousins in Custer, South Dakota. Oh, I wasn't sure what you were going to say there. I thought you said you were going to say, I went over to my cousins and cussed her out. And I was like, well, there's a story there. Why? But now I'm disappointed. Great story. Thanks for listening. How was your Thanksgiving? What did you do? Uh, we had like a Friendsgiving type thing. We didn't go anywhere. We, well, we went over to our our friend Catherine's place, but we cooked a bunch of food here. Uh, and it was, it was a good time. It was actually a really nice Thanksgiving because it was so not stressful. You know, instead of having to go to a bunch of different people's houses, you know, we just made some food, went to one place, ate some food and went home. It was really easy. I wish every Thanksgiving was like that. Nice, man. So what topics did you have for us to discuss? Let's just get into this. What topics did I have? Well, I knew you would want to hear all about what's going on on the wrestling scene right now. I did not. Nah, I'm kidding. I didn't do it. I didn't want to think we were talking about that. Uh, I watched, uh, I did watch a thing. What? I don't know if you watched this thing or not. Probably not. Uh, have you watched uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina? No. Of course not. 
Did you like it? Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> um, no, I did. I liked it a lot. Did you ever watch the original show? Like, uh, on, on and off, I've saw I saw episodes, <coughs> and I always enjoyed it. The yeah, sis- I remember liking the sisters it, but I in don't particularly really... when the girls were together, like in the house or whatever with the cat. I remember those scenes usually made me laugh. Yeah, I vaguely remember like bits and pieces of it. Uh, not so much that I, I I don't remember enough to be able to say for sure like what's different, but I know I can tell a lot of it is different if only because there's things that there's no way you would have gotten away with on like regular TV. Because like for one, there so. Because they're all witches, they're also they get their power from Satan, so they're all Satanists. Mm-hmm. So throughout the show, they'll say like, like you know, when something cool happens, one of the ants will be like, "Oh, thanks, Satan!" And it's so like, it's really weird at first, and then you kind of get used to, it, and it's kind of fun and cool. And I'm like, you could not, like, 15 years ago, if you tried to put that on TV, there people would be up in arms. Like, I'm like, you can't say, you can't have these people worshiping Satan. But now you can, thanks Netflix. <laughs> all right, all right. Um. Uh, it's a good show, man. If you like, uh, <coughs> it's a fun like teen drama type show. If you like that kind of thing, uh, and I do enjoy that. I, that is a guilty pleasure of mine. Um, kind of like Riverdale. If you like Riverdale at all? No, never. Watched. No, I didn't think you did, but other people out there, yeah. And other people, I'm sure, like it. Uh, I too watched the thing that I liked surprisingly. Oh, it 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 was a sequel to a thing I vehemently did not like, and I had three major problems, two of which they addressed in the sequel, much to my uh, enjoyment of the movie. Okay, this was not the Last Jedi. No, they haven't done a sequel to that sh- piece of shit film. I thought maybe you watched it again and you were like, oh, man. No, I, I will like- never watch that movie. Why would I waste my time doing that? It's like let me. It's like literally being kicked in the balls so hard you vomit, and you're like, you want to do that again? No, I'm good. Yeah, that's the same thing. Mm, yeah, that's what The Last Jedi is comparatively for me. It's like a kick to the balls that makes you vomit. I won't be doing it again. No, Pacific Rim 2 Uprising. I watched it. I enjoyed it surprisingly. It did look like it'd be pretty fun. I, I wouldn't mind watching it at some point. I, I never have, I haven't gotten around to it, obviously. Well, you, you know I, I, didn't like the fir- I didn't like the first one because I think, and I continue to think, the concept of synchronized swimmers running giant robots is amongst the stupidest ideas I've ever heard of for running giant robots. It should have been a dude or person, gender, unimportant, uh, or a team of people. But two synchronized swimmers continues to be the stupidest fucking way to run a giant robot. And I will punch anybody in the face who disagrees with me. Well, I'm on the other side of the country, so I'll ask, why is it stupid? If you have to ask why it's stupid, 
you are amongst the population who will be punched in the face. So you can't explain. You seem to be very passionate about this opinion, but you can't defend it? It's not an explanation. It's like this. It's like trying to tell me the earth is flat. Nah, bro. Two synchronized swimmers running uh, uh, a robot is not... It's a stupid concept. But why? Damn it! I fucking draw. I ended that call, hoping it would keep recording. The, but it stopped the recording. So hold on for one second. Um, let me just see. Oh, why does it do this every time? God damn it. No, I just don't. I don't like the concept of it. Just looks dumb. They got to do. They got to constantly be being like. It's like a. It's like synchronized swimming. Like, I have two. Pe- if you want to have two people running the. Pilot, don't make them have to be synchronized swimmers. That, whatever. I mean, I don't love the idea, but I don't hate it either. I thought it was fine, because I saw the first movie. I I like the first movie. I hated the first movie. I think the concept of two people having to be synchronized to run one giant robot is dumb. I would have preferred either one dude or, like, a team of people. I'm pretty run. neutral on it. I, like, I don't like it enough to try and defend it, uh, I, though I do think it's fun to try and ask you why you hate something, and then you can't tell me why. <laughs> I don't have to tell you why I hate something. It's a, it's you don't something. have to. I, we're only doing a thing where literally people have to listen to us. So Yeah, not- and you know what? And I try to do this thing all the time, and guess who doesn't watch or do anything because of some vague excuse that they have a wife and a life in school? Yeah, so I anyways. work 40 hours a week. Uh, I, I have uh, four four classes that I'm taking this semester. I got to get ready for next semester. I got to get ready for graduate school. Uh, I have two cats. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Are you done I, talking? I, You've put me I to know sleep. That, look, I know that you're you you got a busy life working your 10 hours a week doing Red Dead Redemption 2 all day. It's a I lot. Were, were, uh, and yet you still find the time to, to, to watch things and be ready to talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> Great. First off, I worked 42.25 hours last week. Thank you very much. What did you work the week before that? It was 32 hours. Oh. What about before that? It was... No, the week before that was less because it was Thanksgiving. So it was like more like... 20 something hours 32 before that hey this is not we're not talking about me all right bad but specifically back to uh pacific rim so again it's still the two people controlling robots and synchronized swim style i don't you don't like that which i don't like i at the very least because again (laughs) since i said i didn't you know i don't hate it but i don't love it either i give it points for at least trying to do something different because i mean I get it. How many different ways can you do a, oh, we control a giant robot, you know? But I guess since there's not a ton of American live-action movies like that, you didn't necessarily have to go that route, but at least it tried to do something else. Are there a ton of foreign film movies where they do live-action giant robots fighting? 
Uh, a lot of animes. Okay, just clarifying that real quick. Um, yeah. But my other... The two things I hated most about Pacific One was the one guy from... <coughs> Um, everything's sunny in Philadelphia, I think, who screamed oh, yeah. literally every one of his fucking lines in the first movie. Fuck that guy. I hated that guy in that That's movie. Right. You don't like Charlie Day. I forgot about that. Um, he, he was fine in this movie. He delivered lines like a normal human person should deliver lines in a movie, not like a fucking psychopath. Um, and then I c- I could not understand why they had giant fucking robots fighting giant fucking monsters in either the dark or underwater in the first Pacific uh, Rim movie. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is the dumbest shit ever. So I, I don't like that movie. But this movie... I don't think they had a single fight. If they did have a fight at night, it even transitioned into the day, and most of the fights were at night. And uh, and so it was enjoying. Like I could see, I could see the two. Did you know giant? Because they had it. It starts off as giant robots, then it's giant mutant alien robots, and then it's giant aliens, and then it's a super alien. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um. Uh, and I and I, I enjoyed it. I I watched it 100 uh, percent only because of John Boyega from the you know the new Star Wars trilogy, who I have become a fan of since uh, the Force Awakens. Um, I even liked his movie Attack the Block. Attack on the Block. Uh, Attack the Block. I've heard Attack. it is good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. A- an alien invasion movie, and uh, I thought it was good. Um, so I'm a fan of his and I, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. And I, and I liked, I liked, they did a, they have a play on the, um, on the two pilots who had some sort of falling out in the, in the past and now are forced to work together. Um, they did, they did a different take on that, that I liked. Um, and so I enjoyed it. Uh, surprisingly, I enjoyed Pacific Rim. I know you're shocked when I like stuff, especially when it's something I previously did not like. Yeah, and I, unfortunately, I already got rid of the banner that I had set up that I would pull out every time you liked a thing, because I just was—I was pretty confident we were never going to use it. Your loss. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I'll try and get another one. Uh, I read a book. What book did you read? Oh, okay, I don't know if you for a second. I want to. I have to pause for a second when I say something because apparently you think everything I've said so far has been so boring. <laughs> uh, I read the Woman in the Window, which is like a, it's a fun like Hitchcockian type thriller. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, so it's a, it's a good time. It's a real page like turner. Rear view window or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This uh, the main character, the protagonist, has a agoraphobia. So she won't leave her house. And, uh, so she, yeah, she won't leave her house. And then she sees her neighbor get murdered and no one believes her cause she's on all these drugs and stuff. It's, it's good. It's, it's, it's pretty predictable, but not, it's one of those things where it plays on the tropes of these like old mystery type thrillers, mm-hmm. 
pretty well to where even when things happen the way you think it's going to happen, then things kind of get turned on its head a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay, because you're so convinced of what's about to happen that you kind of miss what's actually happening, which I guess is kind of a spoiler a little bit if you end up reading the book. Uh, well, not there. I'm not just talking to you. We have people that listen to this. So, Dak, if you end up reading the book... <laughs> Because my cousin's not. I don't think he reads books. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, that, that, so that was good. I've been working on... Uh, so I, so there's, there's a website. It's free to use. So don't, don't worry about that. It's called... Uh, is it called Roll20? Roll... Hold on. Uh, it's called the... I, I think it's called Roll D20... Something along those lines. Now that I'm not like on the website for some reason, I can't remember. Uh, but it's used to like put together a map and have uh, like little characters to have an idea of where your characters are while you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. So I've been trying to get that put together for our game. Uh, it's not too difficult, and once you know, there, it does have a lot of options to play online. But really, I just want to have it for the purposes of having a map and, you know, so that people, you and whoever's playing with us will have no, have an idea of where their character is. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, I'll send you, I'll send you a link to it when I get it uh, set up. It's, it's, it's coming along. It's pretty neat. And oh, man, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I want to. I am too. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm I really excited. I want to get my half elf out there. Adventuring. Yeah, I've uh, I re I, I redownloaded all of my uh, all of my manuals, my my player handbook, my dungeon master book, my monster manual. Cool. It's gonna be nuts. I hope. I don't like all this, I don't like all this build up, and then we do it, and then you're like, oh, that would. Oh, of course you won't like it. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you'll be like that. That was that. That was as fun as I thought it was gonna be. I just didn't. I thought it was stupid that in order for us to control the dragon, we had to like synchronize swim. Like both of us had to like work together to get the dragon to go away. I'm gonna throw that in there. As long as the dragon is not named Fing Fang Boom. No, there will be no dragon actually. Because if we're we're starting off with first player. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me I'm about to play a game called Dungeons and Dragons, and all I'm gonna get is dungeons. I ain't gonna get no dragons. You're gonna get some pretty cool things, but if a first level character, a group of first level characters, tried to fight a dragon, they would be annihilated. Even well, at, like a bunch of even like a few level ten characters would probably not be able to handle it. Maybe like a, a weaker dragon, but dragons are like some of the strongest monsters in the game. I mean, well, I guess I'm gonna have to take a wait and see attitude. I mean, although, if you're that disappointed, although my find... Yelp review of this game is already starting to sound like uh, uh, one star, all dungeon, no dragon. But I think, I mean, I think you're also taking this a little bit too literal. Uh, like, would you say, would you be upset about seeing Iron Man 
even though he's not made of iron? I mean, to me, it's more like you're asking me to see Iron Man and he ain't in it. (laughs) It's 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 like you're giving me a cave with scraps and that's the only part of the movie I get. It's like, here is the stuff to build an Iron Man suit. Directed by Billy Houston. Do you, well, if you want, I'll put it, I mean, I'll put a dragon in the game if you want, but you're going to die. I mean, you do what you think is best, Billy. Because, I mean, there's not, I mean, there's not, it's not like I have to make sure you survive to the end of this thing. I, I, I want that to happen. I mean, but let's I could, be honest, if we play based on any of my Halo 2 experiences, I'm probably not going to make it out of the first chapter. Jedi Poet runs towards attacker, trips, falls on sword. Well, that was a quick, uh, quick adventure. I don't think I'm gonna make that happen. Uh, I'll try and. You'd be surprised. I'll, uh, I'll be able to I roll mean, I, that. I'm I'm in control of the universe. I think I can, you know, keep you alive for a little while. I'll try anyway. Uh, oh, what was I going to say? There's something else on my mind I was going to ask you about. Was it Daredevil being canceled? No, but what do you think about that? Uh, don't care. I quit watching those shows kind of because I knew they were all going to get canceled anyways. Yeah, yeah. Who knew that that you uh, you would quit something? <laughs> I also I also didn't really watch them uh, not because I thought they were going to get canceled because of the whole Disney thing I didn't really care one way or the other about that uh, I just kind of I don't know I just I wasn't I wasn't as interested anymore um, especially from the reviews I heard it just kind of seemed like all the new seasons were kind of the same thing as last. You know, season two of Luke Cage really apparently wasn't all that different from the first season, which I liked it, but it wasn't enough to get me to get around to watching it yet. I'm sure I still will at some point. I did not like Iron Fist, so didn't watch that second season. And I actually kind of struggled with season two of Daredevil, uh, even though I really liked the first one. So the third season just kind of, eh, you know. Um, I like the second season a lot, actually. Uh, um, but I, you know, I've just, I've lost interest across the board. I'm not watching Arrow. I'm not watching Flash. I'm not watching Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, um, me neither. Although I am interested in watching the uh, the crossover they're going to do, the Elseworlds thing. Yeah, I've thought about recording it, but I might not. Um, I'll see if I'll be interested in in Shield when it comes back. But um, all signs all signs are pointing to not probably going to be interested. I was going to say, did you even watch last season? Yeah, I watched last season. Oh wow! I'd... I've been one of the hardcore Shield fans. I've been uh, because I hundred percent watched that for. Phil Coulson, and then I really became a fan of uh, Daisy Johnson, uh, the character Daisy Johnson, Sky. um, And so uh, 
I've really watched it for for those two characters. Um, but I just can't be bothered anymore. I feel like. I mean, you're so busy, so. But speaking of this, why don't we do uh, Dax questions because they're related to uh, Stan Lee Rip, who passed away what like three weeks ago? Did now? you say Rip? Yeah, rest in peace, bro. Yeah, that's. You don't say Rip. Hashtag Rip, bro. No, that's it's not literally the word Rip. That's not how that works. Yeah, man, Rip. R.I.P. Rip. Rip Stanley. Hashtag it, bro. Maybe we should just get to the questions. Why are you being a fucking little bitch right now? Alright. Favorite Stanley cameo in a comic book movie and least favorite cameo of Stanley in a comic book movie. I think my least favorite is the one I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy 2, or was it Thor Ragnarok, where he's sitting with, like, the Guardians, and he's, like, talking about all his other cameos. I didn't like that. That's in volume. That's that's Guardians 2. No wonder I didn't like that. Fuck that movie. That was my least favorite cameo. Um... Probably my favorite one. Fuck, what movie was it? Um, it was. I can't remember what movie it's in, but he says something along. I can't. He sees something crazy, and he said he's paying for all that fun he had in the '60s, and that made me crack up so hard. And now I can't fucking remember what Stanley cameo that was. That does sound familiar, but I can't remember. I don't know. God, he's had so many of them. How are you supposed to keep track of them? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm going to go the opposite way. My favorite actually is the Guardians 2 one. I think that that's great. I I really like it. Uh, My least favorite? I don't know. Uh, Probably. I think his one in Incredible Hulk is really boring. Where he he opens up a soda. It's the one that got the blood in it. And he... Hilarious. The reason and the reason when that one, that one, my cameo, not to interrupt you, it's it's so familiar. Is because I just rewatched it. Duh. Um, it's in Ant Man and the Wasp, and he says the the '60s were great, but now I'm paying for it. Oh, okay. No wonder I wasn't sure about that one because I still haven't seen Ant Man. Oh, you <laughs> fucking! Oh, god damn it. Oh, I, cause I thought it was familiar, but no, I'm thinking of... Uh, I'm watching it right now. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. It, technically, it should be called Wasp and some fuck in a shrink suit uh, right now. Even when you like a thing, you gotta hate a thing. <laughs> Paul Rudd gave it his all. He did. I mean, I do like him as Ant-Man, but really, that should be called the Wasp and Ant-Man. Again, I assume he gave it his all. I haven't seen a movie, so I don't. I don't know. I mean, he always does. Paul, he, he works hard. Uh, now I was thinking of uh, the uh, Age of Ultron one for, uh, when he drinks the. Oh yeah, what, when he's at the party. Yeah. He, he drinks Thor's drink, and it, they get. 
twisted. That's a good one. All right, opinion on Stan Lee in regards to Steve, Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby and their credits. Um, I mean, I don't know, you know, who uh, who took credit for what or what all played out, but uh, obviously as someone who's writing a comic book with an artist, I feel like it's definitely a 50-50 thing because, like, I can't draw for shit. So, without the artist, like, it's just terrible words on a page. And at least with the art, it's, you know, at least the words look good. I think it kind of goes back and forth. You know, you couldn't really say 50-50 all the time. Um, I'll give you that. That's a hard, you know, that, what do you, you that, 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 that's that's that, a case-by-case basis kind of thing, I think. is That's a hard thing to figure out. But I I don't know, because I, I, I've heard some people say something about it. I guess, is it some kind of negative thing that what did he, they, the artist weren't, didn't get enough credit for their work? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, like I think Stan Lee was credited with being the creator of a lot of things without the artist ever being acknowledged or credited. And there were lawsuits that retroactively had shit re-accredited to the artist as well. I'm not entirely sure that that's on him, though. Because from all the interviews I remember that I've ever seen with Stanley, he always talks about the artist and, like, working on the book with them. Hey, man, like I said, I don't know, man. I, I feel like they should be credited and... And I don't know whose fault it was that they weren't, um, but fuck those people. And if that was Stanley was a part of that, man, come on, God, what were you doing? But thank you for everything else. All right, next question. Next question. God damn, my phone locking. All right, <laughs> which which of Stanley written stories have you read and thoughts? I this is gonna be, um, uh. I don't think I I can't tell you what Stanley Marvel stories I've read, uh, because I I just don't know what I would have read of his. Um, I can say I have read all of the Stanley DC origin comics, and those are the only ones I can even feel like I can comment on. That's weird, but what are your comments on? I can't remember. It's been a while. <laughs> You don't even. Oh, so you don't even have a comment on them. I don't. I mean, uh, it's been almost. I've read uh, anything from Stanley, but I can remember uh, enough because like, one of the first comic books I ever read was I got one of those big black and white essential books that have like the first twenty four issues of a book in it, and I got uh, the first book for X Men, mm-hmm. and I, I read that whole thing, and that was. I think I still have it somewhere. I think it's at my parents' house. I'm sure I've read Stanley comics, and I just don't realize that because I'm especially you know when I was really reading comics, I wasn't really into paying attention to who the writers were or even the artists. I just did I like the character and the story, and that was enough for me. I didn't really delve much deeper than that. Um, who what? Or, go ahead. I just say it's. I mean, it's really campy, uh, if that's not surprising. 
it's cool like what he, that he came up with a lot of stuff but it is funny like when you read some of the stuff like because i think no one takes into account like all these characters and books he was working on at the same time and they were really pumping them out really fast so like i remember there's one x-men comic in that book that i read about like the x-men get they're like magneto traps them in a hot air balloon or something and they're like suffocating as it gets higher and Iceman has to save them it's, it's really weird yeah um and then what do you think is the best thing stan lee ever did for comics probably just being a constant champion for them Man, that's hard, that's hard to answer. Like, there's who. Uh, if that's hard, too hard to answer. Who was your favorite character he created? Uh, actually, I think I do have an answer for that first question. I'm gonna say creating the Fantastic Four because that's where, you know, that's where things jumped off. Because he was gonna stop writing comics, and then he wrote that book. And it got really good, and then he started writing all the other things, and it kind of... That's why the Marvel Universe really exists, because of that. So creating Fantastic Four is what you're going to go with? I think so. And right. uh, Who's your favorite character he created? I'd have uh, to go with Hulk, Spider-Man. I think, is my favorite. Spider-Man 2 would be there. Um, uh, can we add Wolverine to that list, just to piss off Dak? He didn't, he didn't. I know. I know. It's just to make Dak angry. Uh, you're welcome, Dak. Uh, so what else you want to talk about? Uh, what else is going on in life right now, uh, man? RDR Online is out. It's been out for less than one week. Uh, it's a beta, and it's acting like a beta. There are... Um, some glitches, connection issues. Um, overall, it's it's exactly what I wanted. And it's also one of those situations where it's exactly what I wanted in the worst ways. <laughs> because I want to play in that universe with my friends. But then my friends don't play Red Dead Redemption right, and that makes me sad. Oh, so it's their fault. What is it that they're not doing that you don't like? Well, like, for instance, my friend Micah, um, instead of treating his horse with uh, care and honoring it and cherishing it for what it does for him, carrying him across the map, holding stored carcasses of uh, hunts he's made and pelts, and generally just being a companion on this trip, uh, he is currently on the 17th version of his horse, whom he's named Elmer, because he's killed that many horses. He's killed 17 horses. Well, and why, how does this affect you? Well, because I was riding along, and he charged into me and killed my horse. But, did, I mean, does he make a habit of that, or did that happen once? I mean, it's just the fact that he doesn't ride his horse in a manner that won't kill it or somebody else's horse 
that's the problem. Okay. It's not like it's a car that he T-boned my into another car. Those aren't living human or living beings, not human beings. They're not living beings with a virtual digital soul. They they are inanimate digital objects. But when you kill my digital souled horse, I'm gonna get upset about it. Yeah. Plus, there's the fact that we're trying to ride to town to do a mission or sell pelts, and a guy rides by who waves at us, and then they kill that guy. Wait, why do they kill that guy? Because he happened to ride by, and they're terrible digital people. But that's how they want to play the game. So you're upset that they want to play the game differently than you do. They want to be, you know, outlaws, I guess, and you want to do, like, the the cowboy John Wayne type character. Is that, is that what I'm getting? Don't make me shoot your digital character once you get online. I'm at no. I'm asking. I'm not. I'm not mocking. That's a no. You know, I don't. I, I don't really care about that. It has led to some funny things, like where you'll, you'll just be riding and somebody will jump to your horse, and if you do it right, you can like lead your horse away, and so like their leap through the air is that much more ridiculous looking. No, but it has been a lot of fun. It's funny because. The map is so big, like it, I don't know how much bigger it is than Los Santos map, it feels so much bigger, probably because it just takes longer to get places, but there's so little to do, and it's frustrating in a sense because for... Uh, me, it doesn't feel like this is week one of a game world. It feels like this is year six of a game world. Because I've been playing GTA for so long, I've forgotten what year one GTA was like. And that's really what this is. Like, you know, there's, you don't have any money. Things are weirdly expensive. There's not a whole lot to do. You're having to fill out, figure out weird ways to grind money. But it's like, we I forget that it's its not even officially a week full of the online. Like, it'll be a week of online for me on Tuesday. Most people, it won't be online a week online for them till the weekend. So it's such an early, you know, into the universe. Uh, but it has been, it has been fun. Except when other players come up to you and, and, like, lasso you off your horse when you're not doing shit to him. I've had to kill two motherfuckers because of that shit. Okay, so then this is... is a, it's a lot like Grand Theft Auto Online, then? You're you're with... Uh, you're on a map of... Yeah, what, with... 24 with, people? Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's 32? 30-something, 30 oh. maybe? I don't know. It's a bunch. Um, it, it, it doesn't have... Um, like private sessions yet, but that's something that will be an option. Oh, I bet that's killing you. And um, for the most part, it's not. For the most part, I haven't had too many bad run-ins. There have been people who shot at me simply because we were crossing paths and they were doing something. And I think out of an abundance of caution, they were laying anybody down who came even close to them just because they were protecting their shit. 
but like I've had two people who have just who have lassoed me off my horse when I wasn't being antagonistic to them at all. And uh, and I shotgunned both of those dudes to death. And one of those dudes had a homie, and that motherfucker charged me, started to stab me, but I fought him off. We tussled a bit, and then I shotgunned his bitch ass to death. Um, but other than that, uh, uh, for the most part, it's been fine. Sometimes going into town, you'll get somebody who's just going around shooting people, and um, that can be kind of annoying. But for the most part, I would say my plays have been fine with other people. Would you say, probably not better since it is just the first week, but does it have the potential to be better than Grand Theft Auto Online? Um, maybe in the fact that uh, in GTA, you have to be a criminal. And in this one, they definitely lend, a, you can play as either honorable or dishonorable. And so, like, there's definitely much more things to do where I feel like I don't have to be just killing people. Although I, 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 I play as a lawful good character with a hint of Hannibal Lecter in me in that, like, I just don't tolerate rudeness. So like when I'm riding on the, through the countryside, if, if somebody says something rude to me and it catches me the wrong way, I might just kill them just for that fact. But other than that, I mostly don't kill people. And then eat their face. And no, I don't. I don't eat anybody's faces. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Um, uh, and so I think on that, in that aspect, yes, it will. De- it will really depend on how much they end up adding to the game. Because like right now, you can't play cards with your friends, which is really like to be able to get off work and just sit down at a card table and play poker with recon would be like something I'm, I'm looking forward to. I mean, maybe less... Oh. That was weird. I don't know what happened, dude. Yeah, the call dropped. Yeah. Is it still recording? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this just picks right back up once I hit call again, so that's nice. Oh. So I just have to... I'll have to stitch the three parts together. The one because of the random drop and the one because of the purposeful drop. Um, I think potentially... Kind of what I, for what I want to do, um, I think potentially be more fun than GTA. Um, Because a lot of what GTA, like a lot of GTA, what you're forced to do in GTA is it revolves around the money you need to get. Um, Just to, to buy all the, like, you know, if you want cars, planes, boats. Um, and the problem with that is that they haven't done a good job of correcting the disproportionate offense to defense ratio. Meaning that like when you're, when you're being a criminal and you're trying to sell something, typically you're in you're in a non-offensive vehicle and even if you are in a, a vehicle that has some measure of offense it's 
the bare minimum of offense and you're facing, you know, armored vehicles uh, with, I mean, like you can face a DeLorean that has heat seeking uh, missiles that can destroy you before you even see them on your radar. And you're in a, you know, you're essentially in a UPS truck that's not even armored. So, like, you have, there's no way for you to defend against that. And especially, like, a lot of the times, like, if you're selling something, you're either in a group, you have to be in a group of uh, four on most things. Sometimes if you can, if they'll let you sell it as an, a motorcycle club, you can be in a group of eight. And typically in those situations, if you're in a group of four, they give you four different vehicles so you have to sell. So then you have four people in four defenseless vehicles against anybody with, you know, heavy weaponry and armor. And there's just, I mean, it's, it's a, that's why so many people, uh, force, uh, sessions in which they're online by themselves. Like, uh, but in this game, um, I don't, the grind for the money, I don't think will be that, uh, I don't know how big of a draw to be. Cause like, you know, I, it's hard to say without knowing what they're going to do. Like potentially we think there's going to be properties that you can, you can get. Um, and so it'll be, you know, earning money to get those or whatever. But, um, for the most part, like it's, it's a much more passive gaming experience. Whereas I feel like GTA is more of an active gaming experience and I'm more of a passive player in my age now where like for me riding on the back of a horse at a slow trot with my gun out looking for a, a deer to shoot to get meat and a, and a, and a deer pelt is, uh, more interesting than, you know, maybe flying around in my DeLorean and getting into a fight with the cops. But you've also been doing that for years now. Yeah, so true. True. New to and, and this is new. Yeah, that, that's for certain. And, uh, uh, and we'll see, you know, we'll see if they don't, I don't, it, it'll be interesting to see what they, how they, what they add and how they add stuff. Yeah, I'm still not. I'm I'm pretty on the fence about it. It might be a while before I get that game if I ever do. Um. Uh, I can't remember. Did you play RDR one the for the story? Did you like the story? I did. It was okay. Oh. Uh, I actually thought a lot of it was kind of a little boring. It kind of drug on, and I hated how long it took sometimes to get from place to place. But um. I would say for me, this story was a much more engaging story. I was fully invested. I didn't feel like I needed to go out and do the side missions. Um, and I, you know, when I played through the story and not, and didn't do any of the side missions, I didn't feel like I lost out on anything. And I really enjoyed the, um, story. And like, you know, like I said, all the nuances, like with the hair growing and stuff like that. And, how you can really change your appearance. Um, uh, but like, uh, 
I don't know where I was going with that. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, I so I think at the very least, if you like the first story enough, I think this story is a good story. Oh, oh, and they do a good job of not because I feel like in the first RDR, like you would get missions and it would just be like you were you were going from one corner to the other corner of the map constantly. And this story really does a good job of each chapter you're in localizing kind of where you're at for the story missions. And then once you go on to the next area, you're just kind of in that area. You're not kind of going all over the place. And it only the only reason you would go all over the place is for kind of like the side missions or if you want to get into the hunting stuff. That, that's um, a good idea. I like I liked how the old Grand Theft Auto games did that. Like there'd be three islands to Liberty City, and you're you're stuck on the first one, doing only missions there, and then you can go to the second one, and then you really only do missions over there. And it was a instead of having to go all around a giant map, which I remember having to do that in Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, I I don't uh yeah, the 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 way they did GTA 5 um with the story uh I again really like that story. Uh I played it a shit ton and played it multiple times um and again and and what's interesting, the thing I did most in GTA uh in the GTA story is the thing I love that happens automatically in Red Dead, and that's the hair growth. Because with the with the exception of Franklin, who once I got his hair cut, I didn't change it. And the same with Trevor. Once I made my Trevor, I didn't change Trevor. But Michael, as he progressed through his story, I was constantly changing his hair and his beard to match kind of how I felt he was going through the story mode. Which is funny, even because the, my first playthrough, I really felt like Franklin was my character. I mean, that was the character where I had gotten access to the parachute, uh, parachute, parachute suit early, and I'd gotten, I'd chosen to buy the this silver skull mask. So I would put on the parachute outfit and the silver skull mask, and I would play as the supervillain known as Silver Skull. So I was constantly just running around as Franklin in this like weird outfit. But my Michael, I was constantly like, when his marriage was falling apart, his hair was growing out, his beard was growing out, and then once he finally got his life together, I cleaned him up and shit. And in Red Dead Redemption, the story mode, the, the hair stuff is really like my favorite part of the game. Like I would literally just sleep just to advance to see oh, how's my what's my beard looking like? Is my hair growing any? Cool. Like, if I could get that in Skyrim, forget about it. I'd have to keep ice cubes on my nipples. That's a weird thing to do. Well, because they would be erect, and I'd be trying to stop that. I don't think that the ice cubes would help stop that, would it? No, you're correct. We would make it worse, actually. See, I never really got into Skyrim the way I Oh, I love it. I'm, it's, it's so funny. I have it on the Xbox... I have it on the PlayStation, and I'm legit kicking around the idea of getting VR just for the Skyrim experience. Though I'm worried it would kill me. Because, like, even now when I'm just playing, like, if I have all the lights off, 
I got the headphones on. It's like five in the morning, and I'm wandering through the fucking wilderness of Skyrim, and I hear a fucking spider, giant spider, about to attack me. Even in the in in in, in that environment, uh, I catch a little heart flutter. I can't imagine in VR. I might actually have a heart attack from a, a Skyrim spider attack. That would be. I mean, it'd be awful. But it would also be kind of hilarious to tell people about it. Like, what happened? He was playing Skyrim in VR and had a heart attack when Spider showed up. Yo, my homeboy died from a spider showing up. Were he was that scary? Yeah. And how big was the spider? Well, it was virtual. It wasn't. It wasn't even a real spider. <laughs> Did you hear Dave shit himself just before? <laughs> died crying like a little bitch. Help! They're trying to get me. Oh, I shit myself. I can't stop crying. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, I love that dude. I love that dude. <laughs> um. So, what are your Christmas plans? It's coming up. Uh, I'm just gonna do uh my uh uh my buddy Eric, the guy who's drawn um drawing the comic uh his dad cosplays as santa claus and so next friday we're having a little get together with the kids in our life to come over to my mom's house and he's gonna be there as santa so we're gonna do a little thing then and i think me and my mom are just gonna induce christmas ourselves i think she's invited some people for dinner but i don't know if they if they have plans or whatever, but right now just low key Christmas, me and my mom. Probably gonna start. I think I'm gonna start uh, rewatching Game of Thrones in preparation for the final season. I'm gonna start restart my rewatch or whatever. Good idea. I'm just. I'm gonna be home. I'm not going. I'm not gonna go back uh, to Memphis. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna stay in the D.C. area. Yeah, and L- uh, I'm pretty. L- I'm pretty happy about that. I guess. I mean, I, I do want to see my family, but I'm also like, uh, just dealing with like getting the t- taking the time off of work and yeah. going out of town. I was like, yeah, just... I got you. Just don't want to deal with all that. Yeah, it'd be a nice, you know, first Christmas, you guys there, uh, right? This, well, is that this is first year, Christmas this is our second. Second Christmas. But didn't you guys go home last time or no? No. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, we went back in January. Okay. And sort of had a Christmas type thing, I guess, then. Uh, favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Die Hard, Hard, yeah. There's yeah. a so the movie theater down the street is going to show Die Hard. A few times, uh, starting nice. on the 20th or the 21st, so I'm really excited to go see that. Nice, man, nice. And, uh, yeah, you know what else? Good Christmas movie that is... And I'm curious Lethal about Lethal Weapon? Opinion. Well, yes, Lethal Weapon. But, uh, no, I was going to say Iron Man 3. I kind of forget that movie takes place during Christmas. Yeah, I, you know, I probably... I don't think of that one as a Christmas movie. 
I mean, I don't really either, but it, it does. Does it, it take place at Christmas or does it just take place during the winter? No, it's Christmas time. Do they play any Christmas music in it? I believe they do, yes. Oh, huh. I'll have to rewatch that. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess then. I guess it qualifies because uh, those are my qualifications for Die Hard and Lethal Weapon. They yeah. both take place at Christmas, and they have Christmas music in them. I was gonna say. So, out of curiosity, I was thinking about this the other day. There's some. Maybe you don't agree with this. I don't know. But if you had to choose which was the better movie between Iron Man two and Iron Man three, which one would you choose? Two. I think I enjoy Iron Man 2 more than 3. And why would you say that? Mm, I just like... Uh, I like... Um, I, li- I, I like the bad guy better. I, I'm trying to think of his name now. All of a sudden, I'm blanking on his name. Whiplash? Whiplash, but like... Um, Justin Hammer? actor... No, the, yes, Justin Hammer. No, the actor who played Whiplash. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. I just prefer Mickey Rourke's character. Um, I like the whole opening scene, or not opening scene, but the Monaco race scene. Um, I think is a great uh, uh, superhero moment. Um, specifically, the bird, I think, was a great addition uh, to Iron Man 2. Um. Yeah, I just think I prefer Iron Man two over three. I feel and the I mean, I he, actually he, like he, Iron Man create, three a lot he, more. He created the element in two, man. Come on, man. You, you can't. He created a triangle element, bro. He created he, a thing like it was. He didn't it, do it, shit in Iron Man three. It, it was pretty comic booky in that he was like, I made a thing. And it's an element. And it cures me of this thing that I'm sick of that we just started talking about. He used Cap like, Shield, I, bro. There's, I, I can't really <coughs> say in a negative way uh, the things about Iron Man 2 that bother me because it's also the, a lot of the reason why I like the Marvel Universe and comic book movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the way that it goes about it and some of that... Yeah, his sickness and his uh, his creating the element thing and uh, it it, it kind of works in a negative way for that movie. Um, See, none of that bothered me. I did get that people bo- that bothered him. It didn't bother me. I mean, I just prefer Justin Hammer over the other dude too. Uh, I mean, I did definitely prefer Justin Hammer. There, are, I mean, there are parts of the movie that I like, uh, like the racing scene you mentioned is is excellent. Um, as a whole, though, three is a much better movie, and I I don't know. There's a surprising amount of people that hate Iron Man three. They they really didn't like. I think Brandon uh, hates Iron Man three. Uh, I didn't hate it. I love it because I did like it because it has one of the best lines in the uh, in the whole Marvel universe. Dad's leave. Don't be a pussy about it. Uh, that is a good line. There's another line in it that I like. Uh, Oh fuck! What it when he's uh when he doesn't have the suit and the woman uh the extremist woman is coming after him, uh and she says something about how, like that's all you've got a witty one liner and he's like lady that could be the name of my biography. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean three's a good one. What are you, what are you gonna do? 
less than 100, 100 days away from Captain Marvel. I'm getting super pumped. I can't wait. And I am excited. I'm excited to see something about the next Avengers too, though, man. Like, what's going on? I don't think. Uh, I don't think. I don't think. You know, it's funny. I don't think they need a trailer for Avengers Four ever. I was because saying, you know why they had the trailer was... Avengers Infinity War. It was enough of a trailer to get people for Avengers Four. Well, I was gonna say, wouldn't it be crazy if they did that? They won't. You know that yeah. no one, no, I, they, no studio would have the balls for that. Not even them. But what if they did that? Like, just they're just like, hey, this movie's coming out on this day. No trailers, no TV spot, or like yeah. only uh, the only TV spots are just like the sequel to Avengers is coming out. We're not gonna show you anything from it. Just go see the movie. <laughs> Um, I honestly think they're waiting until after Miss Mar- Captain. Mar- I keep wanting to call her Miss Marvel after Captain Marvel drops. They, I mean, I'm. I don't know if they'll wait until after because that'll be cutting it kind of close. But yeah, I can see why they would wait until uh, a little bit later so that you don't draw too much attention away from the other movie. Well, I don't think it's to draw attention away. I think it's just to wait to give you the knowledge of who she is. So when you start seeing her in the trailers, you're not like, who's this bitch? Well, I mean that, but for, you gotta, you don't want to overdo it. And I know that sounds kind of silly, uh, given how popular these movies are. But if, you know, well, no, no, not even really to say that that's that silly. Cause I mean, look what happened. It kind of happened with star Wars too. Where like they're, they, they pumped out that star, that uh, Han Solo movie so fast after, the last Jedi and it didn't really work out for him. And no, I, and I still don't understand why they did that. I don't know why they didn't push that to the, to December. I mean, you've, you've cornered December as the new star Wars movie, uh, release date. I mean, why force something out in May, especially that short after the star, the last star Wars, um, I mean, which seems weird to say because I do think that if done properly, they could do Star Wars releases just like Marvel's doing releases. Um, meaning they could do a couple films a year. But I just, I just think they got they they got to get they got to get away from um, what they think people want and just give us stories in the Star Wars universe. I don't foresee that happening. And why not, Billy? Give me your bullshit-ass fucking reason why you don't think it'll happen. Because movie studios are just going to do what movie studios have always done. They're going to be like, what do people, you know, what do people know? What do they like about this thing? Hey, they like Han Solo. Let's make a Han Solo movie. Well, it's not really. You know, there's a lot of other things. There's a lot of, a lot of mythos that's come up in that. Nah, we want to do all that. People don't know that. I mean, they do. There's lots of fans of the books and stuff. Nah, we're talking about movies. Han Solo. Let's do a movie about the Death Star. People know Jar Jar Binks. We'll make a Jar Jar Binks movie. I'd watch it. I would not. It depends. What's this Jar Jar Binks movie? Uh, it is okay. So my hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
can it be the odd couple featuring him and and uh, Chancellor Palpatine? What? Why? When well, Jar Jar Binks becomes a senator, and so now they have they become like this odd couple, and we don't know this, but senators are forced to live together, and Chancellor Palpatine is forced to live with Jar Jar Binks. So now is this? The, so Chancellor Palpatine. So this is pre Episode Three. Yeah. So it's between two and three. Okay. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I would watch that. Now here. Now here's my pitch for a Jar Jar okay. Binks movie. Here. Okay. Uh, Jar Jar Binks finds out that Anakin Skywalker is alive, and he is Darth Vader. And he is pissed, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I gotta do what I should have done a long time. I'm gonna take him out." So it's a story of of Jar Jar Binks trying to assassinate Darth Vader, uh... and coming strangely close until the inevitable ending where he dies. So you have, I think that you you would get people to come in to see it because it's very obvious. Oh well, he's got to die. He can't succeed. We know how Darth Vader dies. So this isn't going to work out for Jar Jar Binks. So people that don't like Jar Jar Binks will go see it because they want to see him die. People that do like him will go see it because it's his movie. Uh, and then everybody will be won over because they'll get the Jar Jar that they know with his little jokes and stuff. And the people that didn't like him will be won over because he'll have to become kind of a badass to come so close to taking out Darth Vader. He'll earn their respect. Okay. So after, so it's after events of Revenge of the Sith. He's seen what his foolish ways have wrought upon the galaxy. He finds, uh, he finds out Vader is Skywalker, and he goes to hunt him down. Yes. But he's still goofy enough to make terrible Jar Jar Binks jokes. But somehow assassin-like enough to get close to Vader that he almost kills him? Yeah. Can, can we have him uh, stab uh, Vader in the chest and then Vader go, you should have hit me in the head and then force choke him to death? Hearing that in Vader's voice, that would be kind of awesome, but I think that that would be... I think that's a little too... You should have gone for my head. Sorry, this is the worst impression of all time. That's a, that was more of like a Darth Christopher Walken. Kind of <laughs> oh man, I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to see. Uh, Jar Jar Binks is some sort of badass. That's why it always made me laugh when people were like, the theory that Jar Jar Binks was the true Dark Lord of the Sith. Did you ever hear that fucking wild conspiracy no, theory? No. Oh yeah, people were convinced, and I think this that this is because it must have started as a joke because the NJO series essentially. The, it, it turns out that the main bad guy, the main leader of the bad guy, was actually a puppet of the jester, essentially the court jester of this dude's, like, you know, court. 
And, like, that dude was really the mastermind behind everything that he had been mentally manipulating uh, this dude the whole time and whatever. Um, and I, so I think it spun out of that. But the belief was that, like, Jar Jar Binks was in in all these crucial areas when all these decisions happened. And uh, it was really due to he's, like, the dark. He was the real true Dark Lord. That's it, it was a dumb conspiracy. Now I can see how that kind of thing, when it's when when it's not a conspiracy theory, can actually work. Like one of the things I remember about uh, the show Dollhouse, because I don't remember a ton about it, but I did watch it. Did you watch Dollhouse ever? I watched it for a little bit, maybe through season one, um, but then I just didn't, I lost interest really. Uh, there's a there's a point when Alan Tudyk shows up, and throughout the season, you know they talk about I want to say his name was Alpha. They called him Alpha. He was like one of the dolls, like one of the most pop- popular ones. And they're like he went crazy, and so they had to get rid of him or something like that. And there's an episode where Alan Tudyk shows up, and he's like a a hacker or something. He's some he's like a typical Alan Tudyk, like oh he's silly and. But he, he's the one person that can get into the place that the FBI agent's trying to get into because he's trying to get into the dollhouse uh, to prove that it exists or something. And so he's all silly throughout the episode that he's in, and they get in, and, and when someone finally sees him, it turns out he's Alpha, and he, like, stabs somebody. It's like, he goes crazy. Uh, and does a really good job. It's like It was a really nice reveal uh, that I just ruined for everyone if you hadn't seen it. Um that show's like 10 years old, so whatever. You had your chance. Uh, if you cared, you would have watched it and would have gotten canceled. So, uh, have you ever seen... Oh, man. I feel so bad that I let Dollhouse down now. God damn. <laughs> uh, there's a, so, there's a documentary. You just reminded me, because I, I really... Sometimes I think it is fun to talk about, like, what if this is going on in a movie? Uh, but, like, some of those conspiracy theories about, like, about movies or... They kind of, they're so insane. I don't understand how people get so into it. There's a documentary about Shining called Room 237. Yep, and it's about we've seen that all room. these different conspiracy theories that people have about what the movie is about or what Stanley Kubrick was trying to say. And like, there's this one that uh, a lot of people apparently believe in that they think The Shining is Stanley Kubrick admitting that he shot the, the fake moon landing. My God, I have heard that. Yeah, that, and that's just one. Like, I'm not kidding. It's an entire documentary of like dozens of conspiracy theories that these people seriously think are like, this is what The Shining is about. <coughs> yeah, well, you know, people are idiots. Yeah, dads leave. Yeah, there's no reason to be a pussy about it. Exactly. Egg, Zach, Lee. But we've been to where The Shining happened, so fucking suck it, bitches. Yeah, we were we were kind of there. <laughs> we, we were, were there. there. That was the origin of this podcast was The Shining, because we took the trip up there and listened to Retcast, and then we took the trip back and listened to Retcast, and then we talked about doing a podcast, and then we do a podcast. Everybody is real excited about that. <clears throat> they should be. Woo. Yeah. Hey, Liz. Hey, poet. 
How are you? Good. How are you? You sound so happy to talk to me. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm just. I didn't know you were there. I th I was told you were going out for the evening, and that was the only reason we could record tonight. Uh, no, I've been here listening the whole time. <laughs> Gee, actually, I was surprised you came oh. back when you did. Well, I've been gone since one o'clock. I know, but I was on the phone with you, and you made it seem like you were gonna like stop and. I just want to put it on the record or... that I am not to be blamed for you not recording your podcast. It's not that I have to be out of the house or doing something for you to record. It's that I will plan things, and then Billy won't say anything, and then he will say, oh, I've got to record the podcast, and then we have a conflict of plans. Mm -hmm. That sounds it. like Billy. Yes. You know what? I uh, <laughs> don't even have to defend myself on that one, because that's not going in the episodes. So. <laughs> oh, it's going in the episode. So no it's going to start the episode. I'm going to cut this part out and put it at the beginning. We should probably it's, wrap it up. Though. I got to figure sound, out. It's going to sound super weird when Liz goes, I've been here the whole time, and it's like five minutes in the episode. Mm, I say do it. Now he's trying to wrap it up because he's embarrassed. He doesn't I'm not embarrassed. embarrassed. So embarrassed. I'm trying to wrap it up because I know you just got home. I haven't seen you all day. I'm sitting here on my phone on Reddit. I'm having a good time. So you don't want to snuggle? No. We're good. Why would she want to snuggle with you? Your feet stink. This is the outro, this is the outro, this is the outro for the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! My feet do stink, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh my god, why do you feet stink? Don't you wash them? Yes, I was doing shit today. <sighs> no, what a weird person. I do stuff, my feet don't stink. Well, when I, I was doing laundry, and when I do laundry, it's going on a fucking adventure. Oh, I was, I was about to say, I forget you have to go somewhere to do your laundry. I was like, how could doing laundry make your feet stink? <coughs> but I forgot you had to, you have to go on an adventure to a place to do a thing. All right, let's end this, because I want to get on RDR online. I bet you do. I'm Poet. I'm Billy. Good night. <laughs>